and welcome to JNL Stadium Tour Unleashed. This is the Week 10 Recap. My name is Justin. And I'm Lucas. And in this episode, uh, we're going to review our thoughts for Week 10 that is currently in, a book, in the books. Uh, before we get into the games, I just want to shout out that, put uh, condolences out to DJ Hayden's family. And everyone else in that big car wreck that happened that killed six people. Oh, big tragic accident that happened since it were an NFL podcast. I thought I'd better throw it out there that, you know, condolences to everyone that was involved. Big tragedy, you know. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Give my thoughts and prayers to everyone that was involved. Yes, for sure. Alrighty, our first game is Thursday night, Carolina Panthers against the Chicago Bears. This game was hard to watch. Um, Not much happening. Both quarterbacks really didn't do much. It was more just a foreman show and defenses that did out this game. Uh, Foreman had 80 yards touchdown, did really well. But other than that, not a lot that went on in this game, either side of the, either side. So, yeah, I was reviewing yeah. this game, and I just, you know, there isn't a lot for it. It was tough to have anything to say. Um, Oddly enough, this week, a lot of the games that for the teams that won were heavy on the run game. This was one of them. Yeah. Um, I am a pass-first offense type person, um, but I guess this week the run game made its statement. Uh, the Bears had a better third-down conversion. Uh, it was close to double the Panthers, which, you know, improves. You can sustain drives. I think the time of possession was actually fairly close. Yeah, it was like six minutes apart. That's not too bad. Uh, like you said, though, it was a tough game to watch. It Not much going on. Neither quarterback really looked super impressive. Um, there were a couple throws here and there, but it was just kind of a defensive battle and field goals. I'm not sure if you were done or not. I just kind of jumped in. <laughs> no, you're good. That's basically where I was at. There, not much that really happened. So it was all defense, defense, defense that won the game, and then the special teams from Carolina. That got their only touchdown, so not much on that one for me. Yeah, it was a tough one to watch. It, I don't know. I guess I didn't really expect a whole lot. <laughs> um, I did think Carolina would win, but like you said, I think I think it was in the predicting that you had said the Bears had the better roster. Yeah. Um, which I do believe that I just thought quarterback play 
Panthers would have been a little bit better. Right. Me too. I, I was thinking Chase Young could have done a little better, but you know, certain, certain teams, if you don't have the weapons to help your young quarterback out, both sides even. Yep. It's hard to get things moving and get things going. Yeah. Fortunately, it, you know, ended up being a low scoring field goal game. There's, what, one offensive touchdown? But yeah, by Foreman. Yeah, that was like a four-yard or five-yard run. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it wasn't much. <laughs> it uh, so it happens sometimes. Oddly, this this week there was a lot of rushing games. Yeah. So on to the next one, which another running game, uh, the Indianapolis Colts against the New England Patriots. You can go first on this one. Yeah, so this game, uh, I expected the Colts to score a lot more points than what they did. Uh, they got the win. That's what matters. I, I expected a little bit more from this team, though. Just going against the Patriots, that team is kind of in, in a rough state right now. Uh, Jones got benched again. Uh, his interview afterwards was kind of tough to watch. He sounded at the end of it there, it sounded like he was fighting off some tears and stuff, but it's tough to watch. You know, some quarterbacks, they just struggle. Sometimes they need a new place. Sometimes they just don't make it. It's a tough game. Uh, one plus from the Colts that I thought uh, Pittman did have another solid game. Seems like kind of a consistent thing for him which is nice to see. Um, but, yeah, again, this one, kind of a boring game. <laughs> yeah, not much going on there either. Like you said, Pittman had a big game. Uh, Downs had a really, really nice catch to improve the play. That long 28-yarder was really nice. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, you can see that he's trying to get his groove still, get going. He got the touchdown, the only touchdown in the game. Uh, Stevenson actually had a pretty good game for the Patriots, but couldn't capitalize on really anything. Yeah, the Matt Jones thing, again, I'm not a fan of him, but I also don't like seeing people, especially when you get emotional and show that you have a big heart for the thing you love to do. It's hard to see that kind of stuff, but... Clearly, in this offense, it's not designed for his quarterback style. Bailey Zappé, he isn't going to do much here either. So it's kind of like a hit or miss which way you're going to go with it. So, yeah, not much. It's It's hard. (laughs) tough to see. You get benched, you you are named starter next week. You're benched, you're named starter again. Like, it's like a roller coaster of emotion, I suppose, for him. And I mean, his completion percentages typically are, are fairly decent. Uh, it's just, like you said, I don't think this offense is built for his style. I think he reminds me more of one that would be, you know, the quick hits with the slants, uh, get the ball out quickly. And this offense, I don't, I don't right. know if it has a name anymore. It, 
it really hasn't since you know Brady left in my opinion it's just been exactly pieced together which is what worked when Brady was there but now it just there really isn't anything set uh strangely enough the run game like uh for the Patriots it was working I feel like if they just would have stuck to that they probably would have won yeah exactly that's why I don't know why teams give up on certain things so quick. I mean, they were averaging four yards a carry, both backs. Like, you're almost better off just doing that, and they they probably would have won this yeah. game. But absolutely, run it down their throat. It's working. Why stop? Yeah. But like you said, time. this right. It, but like you said, this. This whole the NFL in general is such a pass happy league that they're like, oh well, if we don't throw it, we're gonna lose. If we don't throw it, we're gonna lose. It's like, well, your running's winning right now. Like your running is what's getting you close to the end zone to get your field goals because you didn't get a touchdown. So stay to it. Maybe you might be able to get it. I don't know. Hard game to watch. Even talk about because there really wasn't much going on. Yeah, it's what? unfortunate. I, I'm not a big fan of Mac Jones, but you know, maybe he'll get a, a try someplace else and maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't happen either. I guess we'll see. But I think in this situation, they're probably going to have to look for a quarterback and cut their losses and start over. Yeah. Alrighty, well, on to um, the next game that was actually high scoring and <laughs> good to watch. Uh, the Cleveland Browns against the Baltimore Ravens. Man, I tell you what, I'm gonna repeat it again, but I honestly think this is easily the best defense in the league right now. And that is the Browns. They are the reason they won. They had that pick six at Towards the end of the game, pick Lamar off twice. They're just everywhere. <laughs> They're a good team. Uh, Deshaun Watson's out for the year now. So I'm gonna, you're gonna have to, we're gonna have to watch and see what Walker can do to get this offense going. Ford, nice young running back, had 107 yards. Amari Cooper still putting up numbers like he has been. Nice to see Najoku getting his yards. Uh, Elijah Moore had a touchdown. Ravens-wise, you know, it looked like they were going to win. They were blowing them all for a little bit there, thinking they were going to win. And then it looked like they just took the foot off the pedal. <laughs> they should have just kept going with it. Um, Edwards found the end zone again. I think that's what four or five in a row now. That's a few. And then Odell Beckham. Little stretch. I thought it was in a row. It might be. Oh. I just know that he had like two or three in the one game. Yeah, and then the next week he had two or three. And I thought it was like one, one, one or something like that. Very well, could be. Maybe I'm wrong. And then Odell had one catch again for a touchdown. 
that makes it two weeks in a row with one catch, one touchdown. Uh, but yeah, Raquan Smith had 21 total tackles. Yeah. That is insane to me. 14 of them were, so, were solo tackles. Well, you don't like, see that too often in, you know, outside of, you know, probably college and high school. And then every once in a while here and there in the pros, but usually it's pretty spread out. It's crazy. And then Hamilton had to touch down. Sinnerself tipped it up to himself and got it, ran the back. Or not on the line, and, but yeah, and that's how they started the game off. Yeah, they got up quick, and like you said, I think they just kind of took it easy. Uh, and that defense, you don't want to do it against them because if they can catch up, get a little bit of pressure, and, and get to where they know you're going to be running specific plays. They can dial up their defense and, and hold them. And I think that's kind of closer to the end of the fourth quarter. They they were able to get a lot of pressure, and they got that interception return for touchdown. And last second field goal to end up pulling out the win. Um, it was a fun game to watch. I, I was kind of surprised um, how the Browns' offense was able to move the ball. I, I figured that that wouldn't be as easy for them against this defense. Uh, the run game for them was huge. I figured the run game for the uh, for the Ravens would have been the better side. Uh, it was just kind of strange how it played out, but these are the games that are fun, where it's a battle down to the end. There's defensive plays made. And last second win off the field goal. That's always fun. Yeah, especially yeah, especially when it's uh in conference rival or whatever you want to call it. Yep, and away for, for them. They like, usually make it usually makes it for a fun game. Yeah. And I kinda of figured the Browns would have been been able to stop big yards from this team because of how stacked their front line is. You have your Zadari Smith, you have Miles Garrett on the outside, you have oh, who's the other kid that was really good on the line? Tomlinson plugging up the middle, that was the other one that they got. Like their middle <laughs> their front four are just insane. So I figured they'd do it, but just not that well. Right. But yeah, it was yeah, fun to see. It was a good game. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these two teams are are going to be, you know, around at the end of the season for the playoffs, and who knows? Maybe we'll end up playing each other again in the playoffs. Yeah. I think that this year, don't they? What's that? Or they have one more this year, don't they? I would assume so. Are you playing again? Um, no, they played earlier. They, they played October first. Okay. 
Okay. Ravens won that one, 28-3. Oh, jeez. That's kind of the Browns were struggling. That was when they had uh, that other quarterback, um, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, UCLA quarterback. Three interceptions. That's rough. Yeah, that's right. But but yeah, this one this one was a fun game. It was it was fun to see. There was a lot of games that ended on the last second kicks this week. Yeah, there were some really good games this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on to the next game, we have the Packers against the Steelers. Um. I this one was a toss up on which way I wanted to go with it. I knew the Steelers defense is what's going to win these games because well the running game's finally getting going, but their defense is so good with Watt and the Porter on the side, Hayward coming back, and you got Highsmith. Like their defense is solid, so you know they're going to wreak havoc on the quarterbacks especially a young one like Jordan Love, who doesn't have all the experience that normal Packers quarterbacks have had. <laughs> so, you know, caused the two turnovers of the interceptions. Pickett didn't do anything against Packers defense. So the run game picked it up and pretty much carried the offensive load for him. No one broke 50 yards for wide receivers on the Steelers' side, so. Yeah, not much to say about this one. Another low-scoring game ushered by the rushing game. So that's three out of the four games now that we're talking that was led by the, off- by the run game. Yeah, it was heavy this week. It's kind of surprising. I mean, usually you have um... – one of the receivers for the Steelers, you know, 60, 70, 80 yards at least. Like yeah. you said, pointing out below 50 yards that usually at least have that because, uh, Pickens is usually targeted quite a bit. So, um, but yeah, this, this game followed the trend, uh, run game of Steelers. It was big. Uh, it is nice to see the Packers team with Jones and Dylan both playing. Uh, it does make this team better. I don't think they're going to have much to compete with for this year, but those two together, it does make them better. Uh, it helps take yeah, a little it makes bit of them very off. versatile. Yep, takes a little bit of pressure off Love. Um, however, just those interceptions. Tough to get over that when you're losing the turnover battle. Um, both teams, they only had, uh, looks like one sack each. There were some pressures. It was pretty heavy, um, love, but they only got to him one time. But, caused the interceptions though. Tough to come back from that. Yep. And, so, the, my last note that I have on this game, and the biggest note, TJ Watt broke his brother's record for second on the list now. So that's a big, massive feat for TJ. Got to make him feel good because for the longest time, JJ 
was clearly the best defensive player at the time that he was playing. He was wreaking havoc for years. And now that his brother passed him, that's got to feel good for both, actually. Yeah. Seeing your brother succeed like he is. And then knowing you're J.J. Watt, probably one of the best defensive players to ever play the game at that position. So, yeah, J.J. had it rough at the end of his career. He had a lot of injuries that just kind of yeah. wore him down. He was so much fun to watch throughout his career. It was tough to see him, though, near the end, just constantly worrying if he's going to get hurt. Um, and, I mean, watching TJ, it's, he's got that same fight. It, it's fun. Those, those type of players, you don't see them all the time, but there are a lot of them in the league that you could pick out that have that mentality and that play style where they just go constantly. Yeah, a lot of big motors going right now. Yeah. It brings back that old school feel. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) It just brings that old school NFL feel back when you have these tough-nosed defensive players like P.J. Watt. It just makes the game so much more exciting. They can just do any move, too, like – Everything works for them to get past people. It's just crazy. You see some of them that if they get if they can't get by with the swim move, they're they're beat. If they can't get by with the spin. Yeah, beat. right. These guys, no, yeah. they can get by with anything. They have their weapons or repertoire, you want to say, whatever it is. Yeah. They just know they, it's just unlimited of what they can do to get to the quarterback, and it's I love seeing it. It's so fun. Makes the game more fun, that's for sure. Um, Just from a fan standpoint, quarterbacks really don't like yeah. it. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, on to the next. Uh, 49ers-Jaguars game. I did not expect this whatsoever. I picked the Jaguars to win this game, and I was wrong by a long shot. <laughs> uh, but... This is that old school 49ers that we are talking about at the beginning of the year that we were scared of. Purdy actually looked pretty good. Um, McCaffrey did his thing. Yeah, no touchdown. But, but yeah, that's what I was going to say. He stopped his record. They tried at the end of the game. Couldn't get it. I think he was like a yard and a half short, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, Kittle, massive game, three catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. 66 was long. That play was really good. Broke off that guy like he was nothing. Was that the one-handed catch or like reaching out catch? I think so. And then he, like, the guy tried to grab his left arm, and he just, like, chopped him off. Yeah. Yeah. Guy's a beast. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. So fun to watch. Defense, man, this defense is scary. Now that they have Chase Young, too, I think it's going to just ramp up this defense's motivation, their confidence again. Uh, Funga got an interception. Just everything was clicking on these guys. They had five sacks. 
Lawrence couldn't get anything going. ETN didn't even hit 40 yards. Completely shut him down. The only good thing was that Christian Kirk hit 100 yards for the Jaguars. Other than that, that team looked like they were rookies all over again. Just like nothing was going for that offense. Yeah, I think, you know, the 49ers coming out of the bye week really helped them settle down. Um, we'll see what happens here throughout the stretch. But but they needed they needed that time to settle down after uh, what, three losses, I suppose, in a row. Yeah. Uh, like we mentioned, first game that McCaffrey he didn't get a touchdown. Uh, I was kind of surprised there because they kept him in at the end and, and were trying. I, at that point, I didn't know if they were going to just to not risk an injury and whatnot, but he did not get it, which is interesting streak to, to have break. We thought that was going to go forever, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the way he was playing. Yeah. Um, however, um, I, I wanted to just touch base. Brock Purdy played probably one of the best games I've seen from him. Uh, He's actually played pretty well, even in those games that they lost. He was actually playing pretty well. It's just nothing was working in their favor in that little stretch. And my opinion on him may end up changing here throughout the season. He's been a lot of fun to watch. Excuse me. Yeah, now that he has his weapon back in Debo, you know, I think that didn't help any of his confidence to have those things go the way he wanted them to go. Because if you don't have the confidence, certain things won't go your way because you might not be seeing certain things the way you want to. Because you're like, well, if I don't see all this, I know I have Debo, you know. It could have just been messing with his head, but he definitely got back right back on track now, though. Yeah, and, and you would think that Kittle would be like a safety blanket, but maybe it is Debo. I don't know. He's because the, the Jaguars' defense isn't bad. Like no. they're not a thirty-four to three team defense. Like that, that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> No, and I don't. I don't oh. think it would, would again if they played. I, I think the Jags came out a little slow. Uh, they probably weren't quite ready for this 49ers team to come out the way they did. But I think if they played again, you know, next week, it, it wouldn't be this type of score either. I think that Jaguars team is better than the score shows. Uh, but that also just shows, you know, maybe the 49ers are back here. They, they were my pick at the beginning of the year for quite a few weeks as the best team in the league. Yeah. Yep. They are a scare team when they're clicking on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and even if they're just clicking on defense, they're still a scare team. <laughs> right. <laughs> the team is so fast. But, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, throughout the rest of the stretch here for the season and uh, see how it goes for them. Really yeah. all I so on to our next. All righty, on to our next one. It's the Saints against the Vikings. Um, this game 
went very well in the first half for the Vikings, and then it got scary. Uh, they played Minnesota ball. They get into their big lead, and then they just die for a while. And that scared me very much. I was on my toes pretty much the whole second half. Joshua Dobbs looks really good for this offense. I hope he can keep it going. The plays he can make inside that pocket are unreal. The one that he got his touchdown on, he was looking to the right, went up and in, and instead of just running to the right all the way, he like did like a 360 around all the way to the opposite side and burned two guys and got the touchdown. I'm like, how, wait, how did he just do that? <laughs> but. So fun to watch. Hawkinson tore it up. Really bad ribs. I think he, like, had to go to the side, like, two, three times because kept getting hurt. Still end up with 134 touch. I mean, yards. And the touchdown played so well. Addison had the huge catch at the end again. Playing well as a rookie. Ty Chandler looked explosive. I hope he gets more carries now. I think he should be our number one back. He got his first career touchdown. But, man, this Saints team put some pressure on us. Jameson Winston came in through two gorgeous balls, man, where the Vikings player could not come down with it or even swat it. He just put it perfect to Lovey's hands and Perry's hands, like, Perry's 6'5". Not very many D-backs are going to be able to rip a ball away from a tall guy like that. So he put it exactly where he needed to, got the team right where they needed it. They just couldn't finish, finish it out, and it was a really good game. Yeah, it was nice to see, you know, what Dobbs could do with some actual practice again here in I mean, he looks good. It It's surprising and kind of strange to say that he actually looks pretty good. I can't believe that, you know, the Cardinals gave him up for what they did. Right. <laughs> um, it wasn't, you know, the cousin-style passing game, but it was different, and I think this is what is needed for Minnesota. Um, I think... You know, Cousins' arm is by far better. He'll, he'll make the throws. He's also going to have interceptions. Um, Dobbs has had some interceptions this year, but he hasn't really played a whole lot throughout his you know, time in the league where Cousins has. So maybe that'll clear up. Maybe it won't. Uh, but it is nice to see a somewhat mobile quarterback He's actually making a lot of plays running. He's, he's actually pretty mobile. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, he's I, I very think, mobile. <laughs> yeah. I, I still think Winston would look better in purple. but Oh, no. God. I'm coming around to this. I was actually talking with a buddy of ours today uh, that originally I wanted Winston for the Vikings. I, I thought that was a better fit. But after seeing Dobbs uh, this past week and – well, the week prior to, I suppose. 
I'm coming around to this. Maybe it'll be needed. Uh, I don't know what will happen in the future, but as we go, it is fun to see. Yeah, I'm not a Winston person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a huge fan of him either. I just, he, he's right. going to throw, With and he's got an yes. arm, and the receiving core that the Vikings have, like, you know, everybody just go deep, and Winston will throw it to somebody. Yeah. There's a 50% chance of getting intercepted, but there's also a chance be a touchdown because he throws, like, 70 yards. Right. No, I get the appeal. I definitely get the appeal there. Go back to the Randy ratio. Uh, yeah, <laughs> also throwing it as far as he can every time. But I did think yeah. that the Saints offense yeah. would do a little bit more against the Vikings defense, and I just I don't know if they just weren't ready for the Dobbs style offense, and that got them behind off the off the start. It happened there, but Vikings got the win. Uh, their season is saved, I guess. They, they've been on a pretty good run here, so we'll see what happens with them. Yeah, especially with J.J. might be coming back this week against Denver Sunday night. Man, that makes me so excited. Yeah, it'll be fun to see. And Yeah, uh, Jordan Hicks got hurt. I don't know how long he's out, so that sucks. He had surgery. Um, but they did pick up Anthony Barr again, brought him back into the Mix, so I'm excited for him to be back. And Neil Hunter got another sack, and that pushed him one ahead again of TJ Watt because I think Watt's at 10 now with his sack. So I'm excited to watch him play because he's in his contract year, and I'm hoping the Vikings will keep him. But I know a lot of these signings are going to depend on what we will do with JJ because that's going to be the big thing. Yeah, and the what type of contract does Cousins have? He, this is his last year. This is his last year. Yeah, so that'll see what happens yeah. later too, I suppose. Well, well, I'm sure he's going to ask for forty million plus, like he did last time. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough because I mean. Dobbs is playing pretty decent, but I think the offense is better with Cousins. But the uh, playmaking ability that Dobbs has, the buddy I was talking to, he was talking about Fields, if they could get him for cheap. I don't want Fields. (laughs) I'd rather have Dobbs. I knew you were going to say that, but I was like, you know, maybe it wouldn't be so bad because – Vikings coach is known to to make quarterbacks good. Yeah, but he Fields he's not smart. smart. No, like, he's not. Not smart at all. He can't read. Just nothing. Like literally nothing. I like that game that we brought up the other day. He literally had five people wide open, all right in front of his face, and he didn't see any of it, and he got sacked. It's like. Step forward for a sack, and <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just, I think if you're gonna uh, go with Fields, because Fields is gonna think he's amazing and won a lot of money, and you might yeah. as well just stick with Dobbs because he's kind of the yeah. same player. Just, I mean, probably 
quite a bit younger and cheaper. No, not younger, but just a lot cheaper. Yeah, he's not younger. He's he's gonna be what twenty eight. No, yeah. But yeah, that's what I meant. He's a very smart, very smart player. Yeah. So no, I no, God no. I kind of chuckled. I had yeah. to bring it up because I knew you'd have the same reaction as Winston. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't want that at all. Uh, oh. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I do think they have a you know, pretty solid offense. The defense is playing pretty decent right now, though. Yeah, they're playing very well. Except the second half, of course. But Yeah. Alrighty. Next game, another barn burner. Oh, man. The Texans... Against the Bengals. You can do this one. I'm going to start off by saying I should have trusted Stroud. I went against <laughs> my judgment and picked the Bengals to win this one. And I should have known better. Uh, for the yeah. Texans to go into Cincy and beat them, that is impressive. I honestly thought, you know, the Bengals were on the way they were playing. I thought they were going to be up to being, you know, one of the top AFC teams. And the Texans just, you know, stayed with them. They stuck with them the entire game. It was never out of hand by either team. It was a back and forth. It was a good game. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I'm very impressed with this Texans team. Noah Brown, I'm not sure why this Noah Brown couldn't have played on the Cowboys. Or what happened? <laughs> Maybe he should be tested for something. But I'm not sure. Anyways, he is playing real well. He, I mean, he had such a drop issue when he was on the Cowboys. And he's catching, like, everything. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's fun to see. Um, you know, I, when he was on the Cowboys, I couldn't stand him. He, every time he's on the field, I was just like, no, why? Uh, he's fun to watch here. I am enjoying it. Um, pretty much the whole offense for Texans. Play well. Running game, passing game, everything. The Bengals, their passing game was there too. Uh, it's just, you know, turnover battle, I suppose. Back and forth, they were pretty even on that though too because two fumbles lost, interception thrown. Interceptions for the Bengals. This is back and forth team. It's fun. Yeah, really good game. I need to learn not to go against Stroud either. I brought that up to you right away, even during the game. Before the game started, I'm like, do we pick the Texans to win if Jamar <laughs> Chase isn't playing? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fun game, man. Devin Singletary, first game back after being injured, runs for 150 yards and a touchdown. Like, who are you? Like, how do you come in, run 30 freaking times, average five yards a carry and a touchdown? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, amazing. Uh, Jamar Chase, huge, huge game. That 64-yarder was gorgeous. Uh, Burrow rolled out to the left. On the run, just threw a perfect dime to him. Looked really good. Again, man, CJ Stroud, 
carried his team down over range, got him the chance to kick the field goal to win the game, and he, he did it. This, if he doesn't win rookie of the year, I don't know what else you can do. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. And just honestly, man, you got to put him up in that race too of the MVPs because honestly, if you look at the team right now that are in the MVP race, two, three losses as well. So like four losses right now, the more yeah. I thought of that's not far off. Yeah, it's just sad that the, the MVP race is – typically goes to the quarterback of the best record team. But that shouldn't yeah. necessarily be the case because it should be the, you know, most valuable player, right? And if Stroud wasn't on this team, I don't think they would be doing this. I honestly, I think the record is because of Stroud. And oh, yeah. they they would probably be, you know, one and eight, <laughs> two and seven maybe without him. It, the plays he's making and this team going in beating the Bengals like this has to show something. Not that the Bengals have the best record either, but that, that team is good. Right. It's just... Yeah, they are. Burrow was injured for the first six weeks. So he finally gets in and... and after a few weeks of playing, you know, after being healthy. You, you played the entire time, but it's not the same as being a healthy quarterback throughout the whole season. I don't know. Right. Last but year, he had three wins. So, there are three... Fourteen and one, so yeah, three thirteen and one is what they ended up last year, and now they are the wins. Yeah, like that is the true value of the most valuable player. Yep. <laughs> like I don't think, well, like Hertz or Mahomes should not get it because they they're doing exactly what they did last year. And they both made this Super Bowl, so I could see the Texans having ten wins. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And how crazy would that be? You know, turn around like that. That's <laughs> got to be the definition. I don't know. All I know is that he's fun to watch, and what he's doing with one hundred percent. You tell me, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, and Tank Dell. We're going to be top fans right. just for many weeks. I'd have laughed at you at the beginning of the season. Right. And he, he, he did this without his best wide receiver. Yeah. Like, it's unheard of for, well, I guess not unheard of, but you don't see it very often a rookie come into a team that was so bad last year and put up these numbers. And like you said, Noah Jones, Noah Jones Brown wouldn't have put up 172 yards last year. No, he'd have dropped all Dalton, of them. Like, right. And you're saying that Dalton Schultz, same thing. He was dropping everything last year. 
So yeah, I mean, he made some plays, but he dropped so many touchdowns last year. It was just ridiculous. But yeah, I don't know. It's fun to see, and I'm glad they're making the plays for him. He deserves, you know, a receiving core that'll make plays too. All right, and then so we'll move on. Uh, next game, we got the Titans and the Buccaneers. Um, this game, I feel, you know, when Mayfield and Evans are on, they have a real connection. This team is real good. Uh, in this game, Evans was making plays. 143 yards of a touchdown. Over half of Mayfield's yards. Uh, I did expect, <laughs> I did expect a little bit more out of the Titans, uh, offensively. However, this Bucks defense is pretty decent. And the Titans defense did lose a couple pieces, I think it was, at our near trade deadline. So they're not quite as good as they were. Or as good as they could have been. Um, well, they got rid of Bard. Yeah. And I, I still think Levis needs to settle down some. Um, get back, you know, get calm, set, and make his throws. I feel he's still forcing a lot of throws to where he shouldn't be and trying to make plays. I understand. I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of offensive weapons in the receiving category, but they, they double-team Hop, Hopkins, and somebody's got to step up and help him. But it's just not quite happening yet, and it's just unfortunate with how this team kind of has been built, I guess. Yeah, it just it just sucks when he had such a big game his first game in, tore it up. But when you have your running back only getting 24 yards, it's hard for a quarterback to throw 40 times. Yeah. I know there are certain ones that can do it. I get it. But when you don't – all you have is Hopkins, makes your job a lot harder. <laughs> just – they need to figure something going on. Uh, they need to get this running game going. Henry is one of the better backs in the league. He needs to get going again. Well, like you said, the Evans-Baker-Mayfield duo together, when they are on, this whole team's on. And it helps that this defense is who they are. You know, Veda, Vita Vea is an absolute stud clogging up everything. You have Devontae David and Devin White as your linebackers. It's hard to get much going on these guys when their offense is actually rolling because then you don't have to worry on just your defense the whole entire time. They had the ball more. It was only three minutes, but that's three extra minutes that the defense isn't on the on the field. So. It just helps so much more when you can get things going. The offense looked good. Rashad White played very well 
only 50 yards, but knowing that he could break it helps ease pressure off of Baker Mayfield. He was able to put the balls where he needed it. Uh, he passed around. He had 18, com- 18 completions, so he was spreading it out. Because Evans only had six catches, so it's not like he only targeted him the whole game, which is good. You got to spread it around so they're not double, triple team in Evans because you know that's all that he's going to go do. Yeah, all around good game for the Buccaneers. I like seeing them win. Baker Mayfield's finally growing on me just a little bit. Not a lot of bit, but a little bit. I'm not a big fan, like I've said, but he's getting there. And Tampa Bay, like you know, used to be my favorite team. I still miss them, but they keep getting quarterbacks I don't like. <laughs> so it's hard to root for them. You gotta go back but to the Brad Johnson you... days. <laughs> right? God, I love that. Uh, yeah, this but is run defense for the Bucs, so it's, it's tough. Like, like you said, yeah. I just I didn't expect Henry to have a huge game. I was just hoping that they could do something to help Levis and be able to get some throws around. But this Bucks team is pretty decent. It's, it's got a lot of weapons on offense, and they got pretty good defense. Have to do much. Yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say now. I stole the thought out of your head. You did. <laughs> Which is good. It must not have been that important. <laughs> so. Uh, ooh, I'm excited for this next game, though. Yeah. So our next game. Okay. Me neither. That's pretty much what all I had for that one. Man, this next game, Detroit Lions against the Chargers. I was expecting... The Lions to win, but I was not expecting this high of a scoring game. <laughs> Absolutely insane, man. What a shootout. Montgomery had a 75-yarder, which was really fun to watch. He was zigzagging and broke it off. Uh, Gibbs tore it up again. St. Brown... Tore it up again, 156 yards, a touchdown. Just insane, the weapons that this Lions offense has. I can't even say the defense even played good this game because they gave up 38 points. <laughs> so that that's not even a highlight this game. Uh, Herbert only had one mistake, but he threw for four touchdowns. Eckler looked good. Allen, that guy's a man-child. So good. He'll be breaking Antonio Gates' record. I have a feeling before he retires. It came down to the wire. Really good game. In my opinion, the best game of the week. It was so fun to watch. Exciting action from both teams, which is good to see. Even the running games for both sides were going, and yeah, all around it was awesome. Yeah, this one, like you said, 
running game, that Lions run game, that was ridiculous. Uh, the combination of Montgomery and Gibbs, it's fun to watch. I, I'm a big fan of Gibbs. I would like to see a lot more touches to him. Um, Montgomery had that big touchdown run, like you had mentioned, that really helped him. Uh, both offenses were rolling. They they could really do no wrong, and everything worked. It wasn't much defense in this game. Uh, I did not expect it to be this close. I honestly figured the Lions would win by a couple touchdowns, uh, just because I haven't trust, trusted the Chargers' offense much. But I, I do agree. I, I think this is one of the best games of the weekend. Uh, just, again, ending on a game-winning field goal, no time left. It's just, I, I honestly can't remember a week where this many have came down to a field goal. And we got yeah later, too, but a couple more, actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's fun. High offense. I, I, I'm a big defensive fan, but the high pass offense and just, you know, Scoring points in general is, makes makes it more interesting, more fun. Yeah, it makes it very exciting. Uh, Quentin Johnston got his first career touchdown for the Chargers. That's a bright side also for the Chargers, even though they came up with the L. I don't even know who Brock Wright is, but he got a touchdown. It was just everywhere. Like, the game was so fun. The Lions team is scary. If you can keep, if they can put up this number and their defense starts to shine again, the sky's the limit for this team. Yeah. Even if they can just, you know, keep the points going, <laughs> just their defense will make a play at some point. Right. It, even if they don't even have to be great, just, be there, make a play at some point. But their their offense is on with what they were doing last year. It's it's a scary offense. Yeah, I am scared but excited to keep watching this team because we have to go through them in the playoffs if we even make it, which is still up in the air, but if we want to, we have to go through the line. So it's fun to watch. My middle child's favorite team. So it's good to see them playing so well because he gets all excited. But sucks for the Vikings fans. So. Jared Goff fits really well into that offense that style. It's yeah. Kind of crazy. It is. Alrighty, next game. The Falcons and the Cardinals. You can take the start on this one. This one, uh, I did not expect the Cardinals at all. I Falcons' offensive <laughs> struggles continue. Uh, they're they have the better team, in my opinion. Uh, they just their quarterback is. Not consistent here either. Uh, it's been a struggle with any quarterback 
I mean, you only have, what, 12 completions? Enough to win a game. Yeah. Uh, I did not expect it this way. Uh, everyone's going to, you know, give credit that Kyler Murray is back and Cardinals won. But that's not why. <laughs> they won because the Falcons quarterbacks can't make a play. I, I'm not a big fan of Kyler Murray. I, I understand it's his first game back and he's going to have rust and whatnot, but I don't think he should get the credit that he is probably going to get for this game. Uh, yeah, he definitely makes room for a lot of players to make plays due to his feet. Um, but the running game played well. Like, Connor played very well, 73 yards. I don't even remember the last time a Cardinals offense ran that well. I think the last time was when – I don't even know his name. Never mind. I'm not even going to say no. Because I, he doesn't even have a carry, so I can't remember his name. Uh, Connor's back. I think that <laughs> played a bigger factor than – uh, Murray did. Uh, Murray didn't even have touchdown passing, but McBride had a huge game. Really, really nice circus catch this week too. He had 131 yards. But the biggest thing, in my opinion, is how well the Cardinals' defense held the quarterback to nothing. Like yeah. they are very inconsistent. I will admit that, but you got to give it up to the Cardinals' defense to be like. I'm going to hold you guys in check. And the only way you guys are going to beat us is on the ground, which Robinson sure played very well. Um, but this offense on the other side played just that much better and wanted it more. Uh, I think the Falcons defense is a better defense. But the Cardinals' defense just showed up a little better. And Murray let them down far enough to get the game-winning field goal. So I think McBride was the biggest spotlight to me on this game. Because I've never heard of him until these last few weeks. (laughs) And he's been playing very well. Yeah, I think, I mean, the, the big thing here, again, run game dominated for the Falcons. Uh, however, they were on the losing side. <laughs> so that doesn't yeah. fit this week's narrative for the run game right. wins, in my opinion. But I think they should have won. Uh, but I don't know. i just not impressed with the Falcons quarterback situation I I honestly was hopeful that with Heineke in there but did he get hurt? I don't remember. Yeah. He did. Yeah he did came in and then got that running touchdown and Yep. So I was trying to figure out why that 
like, I feel like he was in there. But yeah. Not impressed. That's I think all I just predict. If he would have maybe been able to finish. Who knows? Close game, though. It was another one of those, you know, at the end. He'll go last second game winner. Yep. Makes it for an exciting week when a lot of them go down to that. Does. Did not expect this game to be this high scoring. But <laughs> right. At least on one side. I figured it'd be. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I don't know how to I feel about the Cardinals team. Like, Guess we'll see in the upcoming weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Such a weird team. Yeah. They actually the played a full game. Um, they win. And then, no, we're back to tanking. Nope. We're going to win again. <laughs> what are you going for? Oh, just weird. <laughs> a weird, weird team right now, man. But on to a different non-weird team. You got your... Dallas Cowboys against the Giants. Uh, they're kind of a weird team too, but <laughs> uh, so this I game... wanted to be nice. <laughs> oh, thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> this game was close to what I expected. I honestly, I thought the Giants wouldn't score very much. They they got a couple touchdowns, you know, at the you know uh, third and fourth quarter. At that point, I think, you know, everybody knew they weren't in the game. And it was pretty relaxed defense. But still, I wanted another shutout. Anyway, right? Not that the Giants are an impressive team. It's still a division game, but... Not that they're an impressive team this year, but on a note though, Dak Prescott, 404 yards, four touchdowns in basically three quarters. Yeah. That's, that's fun. As, <laughs> as a Cowboys fan at least, uh, both the CD and Cooks had huge games. Uh, CD's on a tear the past three games. What, 10 plus receptions, 150 yards. Um, I guess that's an NFL record or something. Maybe it's Cowboys record. Having 10 plus receptions, 150 yards in three consecutive games. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know. There was something I had saw. Very impressive even this way you look at it. <laughs> yeah, and it, it might have been just a Cowboys record, but Still, like thinking back to the receiving players that the Cowboys have had over the years, that's kind of crazy too. Um, well, especially when you know the NFL thinks Prescott is absolute trash, but somehow his wide receivers can put up numbers like that. And the CD isn't available number one. Like it's just funny. Yeah, that too. <laughs> the, the narratives that they come up with. Um, I. I've stated many times, you know, Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. He has, you know, those interceptions here and there. He's not prone to it by any means 
from what last season everybody says. If you look at his career, he's got a pretty low interception rate. Uh, it's just sometimes you have, you know, bad luck, drops, hits, stuff that happens, and that's the quarterback stat still. Yeah. It should be a receiving stat if it's a drop. <laughs> but yeah, maybe we'll get that in the future where it's a interception due to drop something. Either way, not that that matters in this one. That's just reference from last year. He did have an interception yeah. in this game, and that was probably one of the worst throws I've seen from him. <laughs> um, but then again, he made probably two or three of the best throws I've seen from him in this game. So, yeah. give and take. Uh, defense could have played a little bit better here and there, but they didn't need to play. My biggest takeaway from this game is the turn or the penalties. They need to clean that up because when they play good teams, they can't have nine penalties for 83 yards and have an easy win. <laughs> yeah. The interception from Cooper Rush, I don't care about that. That's whatever. Um, but the penalties, that's big. Yeah, it is. You know, when you want to be a Super Bowl caliber version, that's going to be huge when it comes down to crunch time. So clean was up for a team that, you know, can put up 49 points and have a defense that the Cowboys have. You're going to want to clean those up when you're playing your Philadelphia, your 49ers, your Lions. Because those are the teams they're going to have to go through to make it to the big show. So those cleanups are going to be big. My favorite day from all of this is Dwaddle had 79 yards in the touchdown. I think he's my favorite running back for you you guys. <laughs> for some I like, I like his run style. I think he fits the offense really well. I, I would like to see him get the ball more. Um, well, they're playing the Giants, but the way he played, the way he ran the ball, it was just really exciting to watch. And I'll say it again, I'm not a huge Cowboys fan. You know it, but when you look at it at a new perspective, like I have been seeing, Certain people play, certain teams play. It opens NFL to a new light you're not used to watching because so many people have blinders for teams they don't like. And I'll never be a huge Dallas Cowboys fan, but I can appreciate what they're doing. Like you said, CD Lamb has been absolutely unreal this year. Uh, Brendan Cooks. Was cooking, you know, sound corny or not, but he was tearing it up. Um, Gallup, <laughs> freaking about that you sent me that text, and then the next play he gets the touchdown. Well, if it, except if he keeps catching like that. So a little backstory, isn't it? I was like, I oh man, not seeing Gallup on the field anymore. And then the next, like, three minutes later, he catches a touchdown. I was like, oh, I guess unless it's that. 
Oh man, that was good. Just perfect timing. Uh, love watching that. Um, he even ran for a touchdown. CD Lamb ran for a touchdown. Everyone was getting going. They did whatever they wanted. Really fun to watch. Um, I've been talking about their defense all year long. I love it. I love watching them. People are going to have to get used to this bland guy, man. He's making plays. He had an interception. He's doing his thing. He's going to be a big name for a while, I have a feeling. Yeah, at the beginning of the year when uh, Diggs went down, you had sent me that because I hadn't seen it yet, um, that he was out for the season. And uh, you, you were like, how do you feel about this? I think it hurts, but that's probably our deepest position talent-wise yep. that somebody could step in at the starter role and perform not probably quite as good, I didn't think, but, I mean, he's he's filled that role. And now next year, when Diggs is back, I'm 100% comfortable with Bland on one side, Diggs on the other. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait. And then you have Gilmore too, and yeah, oh, I man, I, I think it was a one-year deal. Oh, was it? Maybe it was a two-year deal. Oh. Either way, it's gonna look good. It's gonna look good. Jalen Curse played. J. Ron Curse, not Jalen. J. Ron Curse played really well. Yeah, just everyone from the top to the bottom. No one. Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. No one had more than five tackles. It was just a whole team effort. So that just shows that this team is so well-rounded. Yeah. it. I mean, they didn't really have to tackle much. The Giants no. didn't really want to do anything. <laughs> but uh, no, it's fun to see. I, I don't want to, you know, talk bad about Michael Gallup completely. Since, like, prior to his injury a couple of years ago, the, his play style was, you know, the jump ball and sideline catches. And since then, they've, yep. they've transitioned offensive style. And that offensive style isn't, you know, fitting to what he kind of specialized in. And that's kind of where the, I think the issue is, is he, he's dropping a lot of the balls where he's doing a route over the middle. That's not normally what he does. Right. So, as a player, he's a good player. He's got a lot of talent. It's just it's frustrating when you have the people that are dropping the ball. And this is my issue with, you know, Noah Brown last year. Yep. Over the middle, he dropped the ball. Easy, wide open, first down, dropped the ball. And then he'd make a huge play. And then he dropped two balls. Like another huge play. That's like, give me some consistency. Like, I don't know. It's just frustrating. But he's fun. I just, I think Jalen Brooks or even, you know, Jalen Tolbert or uh, Turpin, he was out this game. But yeah, I think it'd be fun to see some of that speed size. I agree. 
Alrighty, next one. One other thing I was going to mention, but I can't think of it right now, so I'll move on. If I think of it later, I'll just blurt it out randomly. Alrighty, next game, the Commanders against Seahawks. Um, Sam Howell looked good. Three touchdowns, 300 yards. Uh, but the biggest thing, biggest takeaway out of this game is how lack of receiving the wide receivers that actually did this game for the commanders. You had your two running backs lead your team in receiving. Like, that should never, ever happen. Especially when you have McLaren, Terry McLaren, as one of your wide receivers. You have Curtis Samuel, Jameson Crowder. Like, you have people that can make big plays, and your running back has 119 yards for a touchdown, and then your next running back has a touchdown in 42 yards. Like, you can't have that if you want to win games. Um, but Geno Smith, very well again, 369 yards, two touchdowns. Walker put on a show receiving and running. Uh, kids a dual threat, really good. Another game that came down to the wire. Just a lot of good games this week. Yeah, Walker made a few people look silly on that reception. He did. <laughs> oh, so fun to watch. Yeah, this game, both teams are passing the ball real well. Uh, you know, both quarterbacks making good reads and, uh, yeah, it's kind of strange, like you said. I honestly didn't even notice that, receiving-wise, for the commanders. But, yeah, that, that's ridiculous that McLaren wasn't there and two running backs. <laughs> 119 yards, though. That was good. Nice to see him, you know, continue to be having success this year. Uh, again, the team with the more rushing yards won. Last second field goal again. I didn't expect this game to be very competitive prior to it, you know, going into it. I figured the Seahawks would kind of handle this one fairly easily. Yeah. So it was a nice surprise when it ended up being competitive and actually a pretty good game. Yeah, very good. It was entertaining. Lockett had a touch. I forgot to bring that up. He's such a skilled route runner and so fast. Just the weapons, uh, technically on both these teams, are just really, really well, really good and well based usually. But for some reason this week, the running backs just decided, hey, how about we just dominate? <laughs> and. The wide receivers, go ahead. You can take a nap because the wide receivers for the Cubs did not show up. So, yeah, came down to the wire. Is one of those that he just kind of sneaks around and makes big plays. Yeah, it's fun to watch him when he's doing his thing and you know just finding the openings and if his route isn't gonna. You know, get him into the opening. He'll move it just a little bit and, and shift to where the opening is. And, and that's 
how you can tell that the player actually understands the defensive schemes and alignments for, for where to be. It's fun to watch. Yeah. He's good. You don't see that with every like Metcalf, he just he just runs and jumps over people. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have to do sneaky stuff. But you no, know, or he just bullies them and rips it away because he's so strong. Yeah. So big. I remember when I mean during the draft everybody called him a you know, go route, that's all he could do. Yeah. He can do a little bit more than that. <laughs> but that's all he needs to do because of his play style. Like he's you know, the jump yeah. the fifty fifty jump ball, he's got it. And just go deep and like, you know, Kelvin Johnson or Dez. Yeah. That's that style receiver, that's what he does. He's good at it. Yeah, he's making a living off of it and doing very well off of it. So mm-hmm. no reason to fix something that's not broken. Nope. And Gino's liking it, I think. But speaking of fixing that is broken, our next game, there's a lot of broken things. Uh, The Jets and the Raiders. Uh, Zach Wilson is not very good, man. No, he's tough. Uh, He has one of the best defenses in the league. And you can give them any help. On the offense is just ridiculous to me. Um, he did make an absolute amazing throw at the end of the game, but Conklin decided to play defense and swat the ball out of Garrett Wilson's hands, and that technically is what made them lose. <laughs> but another game that was up and down, you know, one touchdown throughout the game. And that was Meyer, the tight end for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs had a huge game. He's so fun to watch when he's actually playing, like, can play and get the yards that he does. O'Connell looked really bad. Wilson played better than him, but he got the one touchdown that pretty much mattered. And the defense is pretty much what won this game for the Raiders. Spieline led the team again in tackles, had a sack, had an interception that sealed the deal for the Raiders. Um, Max Crosby was an absolute terror again. He didn't get a lot of tackles, but he put a lot of pressure on Zach Wilson. And I'm starting to really like this Raiders defense, especially Robert Spieline. Uh, afterwards, in his conference, he said that they just found out his wife is having their first kid. So exciting news after a big win like that to announce to the world. Um, yeah, not much other than that. It's always a good time having, you know, that type of news. Starting a family. Yeah, this game, so the Jets defense, like you said, it's real good. Every time, though, you watch the Jets and you just think, 
how much better they could be with a good quarterback. <laughs> like, yeah. This season, so much hype and for what it could have been. It's just it's a bad situation. However, there's been, you know, reports that Rodgers has been jogging. So if they can, you know, do something and actually somehow make it in the playoffs, it's been rumored that he wants to return. What, mid-December, was it? Yeah. Which is just ridiculous. Right around the corner. Possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, I don't know. The, uh, this game, though, it it went down to the end. Uh, Like you said, the last play of the game, perfect opportunity, and it was knocked down uh, by his own teammate. And... That was tough to see. Um, I I picked the Jets. I even regretted it as I was saying it. Yep. <laughs> but I'll stand by it. And they almost won. The rushing yards, though, this one did follow the pattern for the week. And uh, I think the Raiders... You know, they they played a little better. The defense played good against a really bad Jets offense. Uh, I do think that the Raiders' defense is, is decent. Um, this is an interesting test, though, because it's against the Zach Wilson-led offense. Yeah. I think uh, they should have used Brees Hall a little bit more, got him involved a little bit more because he's so explosive. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's tough to get people involved if the stuff just isn't working in their favor. And that's kind of how this game went. It just didn't go in their favor. This offense is just so lackluster. There's only a few bright spots, and when they don't work, they don't work. Yeah, it's... It's rough to see when you can't get your offense going because they do have weapons, but when you don't have a quarterback that can get the weapons the ball, and like you said, Brees Hall needs to be involved a lot more than he actually is. He's a dual threat, and he's one of those guys that can hit a home run and he touches the ball. He's yeah. that explosive in both aspects of the game, catching or running. Like, put the hand, ball in his hands. Let him do his thing. If you're not going to give it to him, you're going to have to give it to Cook, but he hasn't been playing anything. So it's like, oh, they, if they don't want to move off of Zach Wilson, they're going to figure out a way to get their playmakers the ball, even if it's just short screens here and there, just to get Wilson moving a little bit, try to get his confidence back. They got to figure that out before they decide to make any kind of push for the playoffs. Because like you said, there are those rumors with Rodgers. If it is possible and they make it to the playoffs, I'll be very scared of this Jets team because their defense is so good. 
But when you don't have anything going on in your offense, you can't be that good, which sucks. Yeah, it's just strange because, I mean, just getting the ball to, you know, Brees Hall or Garrett Wilson just on quick, you know, slants, quick outs, just anything. Just get the ball in their hands. Let them make plays. Yep. Like, that's what they're there for. Get the throw out of your hands. Like, don't even have the (laughs) – Wilson shouldn't even have to hold on to it. Just two-step drop throw every time. Just do it. I think the offense would be so much better if they just went. Even if it's his first read, just throw it. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like it's going to hurt him any more than NRD is. No. And, I mean, Hall could be out in the slot. Like you said, he's a dual threat. He's pretty much a receiver at running back. Yeah. Should be utilized, but it's not. It's really annoying. So many weapons. Such a good defense. And it's just wasting the good years that this team. All right. So, yeah, we'll move on then. We got the next game. It's going to be the Monday night. It'll be the Broncos and Bills. And I guess... My biggest thing is I still can't believe how much they're not talking about Josh Allen and his turnover issues. I've seen it some, but all these, you know, big shows and stuff, it's still not really a major concern. It's just strange. I I do think it's weird that the team uh, did fire their offensive coordinator after this game because offensively they haven't been terrible. It's just been bad, you know, decisions by Allen here and there. But offensively they haven't been terrible. Right. It's been big on Josh. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. That didn't make sense to me. I would think that they would focus more on, you know, make smarter decisions over firing an offensive coordinator. I'm, I'm sure he's going to be scooped up quickly by somebody. Um, overall, though, Broncos earned this win. Um, they were able to get pressure, and they made sure to take advantage of the turnovers. Uh, I think it should be a cause for concern for the Bills that they lost to the Broncos, but I didn't expect this, I guess. And now, strangely enough, the Broncos are almost 500. Yeah, I definitely was not expecting this either. I was expecting the Bills to run all over the Broncos, even though technically I shouldn't have. They just beat the Chiefs. Now they beat the Bills. Uh, getting me scared for next week, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, Josh Allen, absolute trash this game. He has these games though more than a lot of people want to recognize. I'm a huge Josh Allen fan. I like him. I like that he came from Wyoming, tore it up there. Uh, very humble, very good 
good guy. Uh, but when you have the team on your shoulders and you're turning over the ball as much as he is, making plays that he shouldn't make in big, crucial times is not good. Uh, James Cook, rookie year, he fumbled week one and hasn't fumbled since. Until this game, he fumbled it twice. One he lost, one he recovered. That was big for this team losing as well. Uh, he did have over 100 yards. Only one in the game to break 100 yards outside of a quarterback. So good to see him playing well other than the fumbles uh, as a rookie. Uh, Kincaid. Still continuing being a big factor in this offense. Stefan Diggs didn't play, didn't play, it seemed like, yes, on Monday. Uh, Cortland Sutton had a decent game because really there's no offense going on in either of these teams. Both quarterbacks had less than 200 yards. It was a hard game to watch. Uh, but it got exciting at the end. The Bills lost because 12 men were on the field because the kicker for the Broncos missed the first one. So they pretty much just bit themselves in the foot. Next kick, picked it up, won the game for them. Russell Wilson had a glimpse here and there of his old self. So that's good sign for the Broncos themselves. Just, it was a weird game, man. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> Stefan Diggs only had three catches. Like, you don't see that often. I don't make, I don't mean to make it sound like I, I hate Josh Allen. He's, he's got a lot of talent and, you know, he's made a lot of big plays, but everybody just lives off of what he's done in the past and do, don't focus on, you know, some of the issues that he has. It's just what he can do, though, because look at this. And, yeah. I mean, he, he can. He can put up numbers, but he can also have terrible outings like this. Uh, yeah, like this game, which was <laughs> trash. The, the ending, <clears throat> that, that penalty, I, we just kind of laughed at that. Like, in, <laughs> you know amazement at how that ended at another walk-off field goal this week. And, uh, yeah, that shouldn't have happened because we missed the first one. It, <laughs> yeah. In those situations yeah. that maybe the special teams coach should have been fired, huh? <laughs> right. Not your <laughs> offense coordinators that is actually winning new games. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, this whole thing just kind of blew my mind when I saw that. I think it was today, or maybe it was yesterday that he was fired. Uh, that was today. I think it was today, but I just, there's more issues, and, and he wasn't the issue, but okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, Russell Wilson, I mean, he made some plays, and his completion percentage was, was pretty good. Um, he didn't put up the numbers that he used to do quite regularly, but he isn't the same quarterback that he used to be either. 
Um, but for what he is right now, I would say that's a pretty good outing for him. And he was able to contribute to a win over the Bills. That's a plus for them. They're on a good little streak. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see what this offense and defense keeps doing. Uh, hopefully they take a break next week, but we'll see what happens. Uh, that's all I got. That's all I got there, too. Alrighty. So that wraps up our wrap up of the game. So our next segment is offense and defensive players. Uh, my offensive player, this was a hard one. There are so many. Well, there's three main ones. Uh, I had CD Lamb. He had 159 yards, a touchdown. He had a rushing touchdown. And then I had Dak Prescott as well in it. But the person I went with was Singletary. He had 150 yards, rushing touchdown, first game back. Helped their team win the game. And that was the guy I went with. Yeah, I like that one. I, uh, maybe a little biased here, but I gotta go Dak. Uh, it was the Giants he played, so take that into account. However, he's been playing really good for quite a few weeks here now. And has been putting up numbers. Besides the point, because it's the offensive star of the week, he had 404 yards, four touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. Um, you know, making big plays. He only played three quarters, and that was kind of my yeah. thing there. Yeah, he was my second. I like that pick. <laughs> I had struggles, trust me. Um, I, but just the way he played for the Texans, it just helped that young team. They got that veteran look in there, and – it's going to help that team more. That's the only reason why I brought it up. I mean, picked him 30 rushes, man, an average of five yards a carry. Yep. First game no. back, and I don't remember how long. Like, I I like your pick, too, though. <laughs> mine, mine was between these two, and then I had Cooks in there as well. But yeah. I was like, I don't – I shouldn't pick Dak. Just because I'm a Cowboys fan, but you know, to me, when he deserves it, man. Yeah, it was, he was the star of that game. But I don't know. I like your pick, though. I agree. Uh, I will let you do your defense since you're the defensive guy. The defense. I went with Sheldon Rankins from Houston. He had three sacks. Forced fumble in that win. I like that pick. Um, I had two. Um, I'm. I think mine's gonna be a little biased because he's became one of my favorite defensive players now. <laughs> uh, it was. It's gonna be Speedline. Uh, big plays led the team again in tackles. And he came up with the big interception at the end of the game. Uh, DeWin, helping that defense, moving this team forward. 
and then he ended the game saying that he is having a kid. So that definitely warmed my heart after a huge win. Huge factor in defense for that team. He just is making plays left and right, and it's fun watching him play. Yeah, I can see that. I still I can't believe Houston went in and beat Cincy there. <laughs> I know, me too. Oh, man, Stroud is so good. Actually, everyone on that team is playing so good right now. They're playing good team ball right now. Alrighty, so we'll go do our predictions for week 11. No, 10. 10. 11. 11. I'm an idiot. I need 11. Thursday night football. Big game, big rivalry. Been a rivalry for a while. Uh, Bengals, Ravens. This one I tossed and turned on because they're both playing really well. Both coming off really hard defeats. So I'm going with the Ravens. I think they'll bounce back. And win. Yeah, I actually have the Ravens as well. I uh, Earlier in the year, I believe it was a close game for them. I think it'll be another close game. But I think the Ravens will pull it out. I can't remember what the score was for them earlier, but I think it was a it was a one score game. Look, I can't remember either. Uh, that was the one of the twenty-seven twenty-four. Oh, all right. Ravens won twenty-seven twenty-four. Yeah. Yeah. The will probably win then. No, they probably will. But <laughs> I'm gonna go Ravens. You know that works. <laughs> uh, Next game is Steelers-Browns. Uh, of the Browns, I think their defense is better. I hope Walker can continue pushing this offense to win, but I guess we'll see. Because neither of their offenses are very good. Yeah. And so I got the Browns as well. I just I think the Browns' defense is going to make too many plays and probably score some points themselves this game. Next game is the Raiders. Hmm? I was just saying that Brown's defense is good, so. Yeah, very good. Uh, Raiders-Dolphins. I have the Dolphins coming off their bye week. I think they're going to light it up and put up a big number. Yeah, I don't think that even though I love the Raiders defense. <laughs> I don't think the Raiders can compete here. The Dolphins are gonna take this one, I think. Probably have a lot of the same runs this week looking through it here. And then next game, Bears Lions. I have the Lions on this one. I think they will probably destroy them. It's gonna be a division game, so it may not happen, but I I think the Lions will take it. Whether it's a blowout or a close game, they got more talent. Yeah, Lions for sure. I don't think it will be close, like you said. But again, like you said, 
in claim, but the lines are just so potent on both sides of the ball. They are. They'll dominate. So next game, Titan Jaguars. This game's a rough one because you never know what team is going to show up for either of these. But since the Jaguars are just more consistent, I'm going to go with them. That's kind of where I leaned as well. Uh, I think the Jags will win, and I think it's just because of the Titans' defense. Isn't going to be able to contain all the weapons that the Jaguars' offense has. Yeah. Very potent. And I'm can be. I was so excited to watch their offense too so many times. Like I brought them up what the first five weeks on how explosive they could be. And just so lackluster this last week. It seems like every I'm time excited I watch to them, see if they'll actually do it. They're they're bad. Maybe I should just quit watching it. <laughs> You're right. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh Next game, we got the Chargers-Packers. This game, honestly, could go either way, but I'm going with the Chargers because I think Allen is just going to run all over the Packers' defense. They got rid of Douglas, and all they have is what's-his-face, who's very ignorant, and I think Keenan is going to teach him a lesson. (laughs) I, I think as long as the Chargers team from last week shows up, they'll take it easily. Otherwise, it'll be a battle, but Next I'm game, the to win. Right. Next game, Texans against Cardinals. Uh, I honestly think the Texans are just going to keep rolling. They're hot. They came off a huge win. Second Week in a row, they came back and won, so I think they'll win. Yep, I don't care who they're playing. I'm going Texans. <laughs> I don't care. Stroud, I'm with you. Stroud. <laughs> nope, I'm with you. Uh, next game, I think we'll be both the same on this one, too. Cowboys-Panthers. <laughs> I got the Cowboys. I think they will steamroll the Panthers. Panthers don't have enough weapons, in my opinion, to win that game. I think the Cowboys will win. I hope it's not close. If it's close, it's going to be a scary game. Um, This is one of those games where the Cowboys should walk all over them. But to me, it feels like an Arizona game for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I think the Cowboys should win, though. And if they don't, here's their chance uh, to make up some ground on the Eagles because the Eagles have a tough game. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, Giants, Commanders, I think this will end like 3-0, maybe 6-0. <laughs> I got the Commanders winning. A very boring game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Commanders, and it's going to be 4-0. <laughs> I don't know Would how you, you get safety? <laughs> I like that. Very bold prediction, Cotton. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next game, Buccaneers 49ers. 
I, uh, if the 49ers play like they did last week, I think they'll blow out the Buccaneers as well. But I think the Bucks defense is better than the Jags, so I think it'll be a closer one. But I got the 49ers. Yeah, 49ers should take this one. Uh, as long as, like you said, the team from last week and the team we expect to see from them shows up, the 49ers are, are going to be favored almost always. Yeah, they're a scary team. Uh, this next game, a rematch of week one. And it's the Jets against the Bills. I... Can I flip a coin or like <laughs> this one's hard? I don't know yeah. what team I want to go with. Like I'm gonna go with the Bills, just because they have a better quarterback. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only. That's all I'm going off of. Sometimes, at least, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Week one, he played terrible. However, he had a bad week last week, so now he's due for a good week, right? So I guess we'll go Bills because, yes, they have a better roster overall, possibly. Yeah. Well, offensively, anyway. Yeah. You know, not, not defensively. Terribly. I think that they're up front on the better. Defense, yeah. They, they're not as I good as the Jets, but they're better. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, this next game. From what I understand, Stafford is back. And I hope that's true because that's what I heard. So I'm going with the Rams. I thought I saw that he was supposed to be playing. Yeah, expected to start. Yeah. However... I'm going Seahawks. Ooh, our first disagreement this week. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking through and I was like, this is probably going to be almost everything the same. Right. Um, If Stafford wasn't playing, I'd pick the Seahawks, but I think the wide receiver core with Stafford back will click, and I think it'll be good for the Rams. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> next game. Makes it off yeah, he does. He makes it so fun to watch. This next game, Sunday night football, Vikings against Broncos. I don't want to do this because every time I do, except last week, they usually lose. But I'm going with the Vikings. I like the new look. I think we'll get pumped up because I, we should get JJ back. See him and Dobbs together. I'm excited. Yeah, I went back and forth on this one a little bit, actually. And it's funny to say. I do. Um, but I think the Vikings should get this win. However... I don't think the Broncos should have won the last two games. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. But I'm going Vikings. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I 
trust me, I was debating and debating on who I wanted to win that game. Well, I know who I want to win, but who I was going to pick. Yeah. The game of the week, the big one, the two from the Super Bowl last year, the Eagles against the Chiefs. I have a feeling this is going to be an absolute war. I think it'll be the Chiefs winning. Uh, probably thirty-one twenty-eight. Okay. So I got the Chiefs winning, and Taylor Swift will hopefully be in attendance, so the Eagles can hear all about her. <laughs> um, that's just my hope yeah. for Eagles fans. Is uh, please torture them, and yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win due to a pick six. Ooh, to end the game. 36-32. Ooh, I like that. Well, hopefully Swift is there because they seem to play a lot better when she's there. And I really want the Eagles to lose, so. <laughs> I just want Hurts to throw a pick six. Actually, I don't because I have my dance. I do. I still want it. I still want that to happen. <laughs> I still want it to happen. <laughs> uh... Alrighty, offense and defense to watch. I have the Rams offense to watch with Stafford back because when he's not there, that offense looks awful. So I'm excited to see what happens with that team. I have the Bills offense because they've lost the Jets once already due to poor quarterback play. And we'll see if that's going to be different this game. Alrighty. And defense to watch. Who do you got? I have the Broncos, actually. Um, Ooh. Just because this is was probably the toughest pick for this week for me. And... Uh, Minus the Cowboys, Panthers. Anyways, uh, just because the Vikings have changed how their offense plays, it'll be interesting to see yeah. how the Broncos match up to it and play it. Because uh, so far, since he's been there, they've looked pretty good. That is true. It's exciting to be a Minnesota fan right now. Um, I have the Raiders defense. Uh, Dolphins are going to come out off that bye week. They're going to be hot. Uh, the Raiders defense is what's been winning them their game. So I'm hoping their defense can show up and continue that dominance to help their offense be able to keep going. So that's who I got. I almost um, picked the Jets for the defense just because of that matchup in week one. But I think mm-hmm. I can't pick the same game. I'm not going to. <laughs> I thought about it, though. That would have been good. Uh, and to goal records, I forgot to say that you are at 84 and 50, and I'm at. 80 and 54. We both went 8 and 6 this week. So, 
Yeah, so I was you're still up by four round on on, last, on this past one because I had quite a few wrong, <laughs> but we had a, a few of the same. Yeah. So we had this a couple of different teams that were different, but yeah. yeah. This one too. It's going to be the one game ground there on that Seahawks. I think everything else yep. is the same. So. <laughs> Everything's the same. Yeah. Yeah, this week was kind of looking through it and picking teams. I was like, oh, we're going to have them almost identical here. It's <laughs> exactly. Knowing uh, how each other kind of thinks just from being friends forever. Yeah, you know, 20. I can't do that. Five or 26 years. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years. Whatever uh, fourth grade was. Yeah, I was in fourth grade when I moved in, so it was probably the next year. And it's been 22 years since, no, 23 years since Trinity passed, so. Now it's 13. I don't know how old you are in, like, fourth grade, fifth grade, so. What's that, 10? Yeah, like, nine, nine? Eight, nine, so. so, like, 26 years then? It's been a while. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy to think it's been that long. Right? Crazy how fast time goes. And we've been arguing for that long. <laughs> and now you <laughs> finally see that the Cowboys are good. Yes. I, I won't, I won't, <laughs> come on now. Come on now. <laughs> it's only taken me this long. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, they they're fun to watch, man. Uh, I won't be buying any these anytime soon, but yeah, I got you. I got you. I got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been. I'll take I mean, your been, office once. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been many years. I mean, I've been a Cowboys fan for my, my whole life, but I've been just a fan of the sport yeah. forever. That you kind of just root for your team. But you like the sport and watch everybody. That's kind of why, I mean, this came up. The whole idea of this is just because we enjoyed the entire sport and watching the games. So, and fun. playing together for as long as we've played even together just brings so much more to it. We see the game the same way since we played together forever. And I just love how you're a huge defense-minded guy, and I love my special teams and my offense, and it's, it's a good matchup to blend everything together like we do. Yeah. Shows openings in each spot. Everybody, each, each of us kind of corrects and adjusts each other accordingly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, it's always fun. Um. I guess I don't have a whole lot more for this. We're kind of going over everything. So uh, This covers... What's that? No, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, this covers our recap and predictions in for week 11. Um, podcast is available on Apple, Google, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, feel free to subscribe, leave comments, ratings... All of that is appreciated, uh, helps get, you know, 
it out there for other people to see, recommendations and stuff. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to reach out to us directly, uh, you can find us on social media, on Twitter or X. And uh, we will definitely get back to you on there. Other than that, thanks for listening.